Hello out there, everybody. This is Sean Random, and I'm about to give you a content warning to kick off this glorious episode of The Random Bush. Now, real quick, right off from the top, do we use swear words? Yeah, from time to time, swear words happen. Do we talk about subjects of an inappropriate nature? Not every time, not even most times. Yes, sometimes it creeps up, but not in every conversation. In fact, most of it, it's not even there. So you've been warned. It could be there, it probably won't be, but there's a likelihood that it will, or something like that. So this has been a content warning, or has it? It's me, a bridge troll, and I am here to welcome you to the Random Bush Show. That kind of rhymed, but that's all the time, because I am a troll, and that's all at all. A dolly dolly doll. Enjoy the Random Bush Show. Today's episode is brought to us by Professor Elephant. Professor Elephant? Well, thank you. Hello there, everybody. I'm Mr. Elephant. And I've come down here today to correct a misconception. For some weird reason, you humans like to think that elephants are afraid of mice. That's ridiculous. I'm gigantic. I would crush a mouse. No, I'm afraid of being found dead in an autoerotic asphyxiation situation gone wrong. Because when you think about it, it's really just a matter of time. <laughs> That is a methodology to get rid of ants. If you take uh, bay leaves, um, fresh bay leaves, and put mm -hmm. them on like windowsills and areas where you see ants because they leave yeah. their pheromone trail. As a bay leaf dries, it gives off an oil that is very putrid to the ants. They do not like it. They don't want to be anywhere near it. So if you put a fresh bay leaf in the trail of ants, it'll disrupt their movement. They, they'll want nothing to do with that. So wait, so, so you're telling me that ants don't like pasta. No, I'm sure they like put, pasta. We always put bay leaves in our pasta. They wouldn't be able to eat it. They wouldn't like the pasta. Well, no, because you're using fresh bay or you're using previously dried bay leaves yeah. to gain the flavor. Oh, the, you need a fresh bay, leaves, bay leaf. Right, they've already lost their oil. Gotcha. You, right, you want to take a fresh bay leaf, throw it on a windowsill, and as it dries, it'll give off an oil that the the ants don't like. Apparently, wasps don't like it either. But yeah. I've only ever heard it as like an ant. Thing. You know what ants really don't like? Hoses. Yeah, no, yeah. they don't like hoses yeah, at all. Yeah, they don't like hoses at all. I used to spray ant piles with a hose. They hated it. Yeah, no. They would go crazy. They'd be like, ah! You know what ants don't like? Bleach. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of... <laughs> you know what ants do like? Sugar. Sugar. But I like that too, so it's all good. So basically, you're like a giant ant. Pretty much. A lot of people don't realize, but I'm actually 100,000 ants all standing on top of one another. Yeah. Like three kids in a uh, trench coat. In a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> but thousands of ants working together simultaneously. What if, what if someone died uh -oh. and then a bunch of ants went inside of them and like they just like control the person like from the inside? So just like a puppet? Yeah, they were like a puppet and they were like trying to, I don't know. That's advanced community <laughs> working. That's a very smart for ants. Well, ants, insects are incredibly intelligent. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize how intelligent insects are because it's a different type of intelligence than our own. So we don't really appreciate it as intelligence like uh, bees. Yeah. If, um, say, like this is very common, a mouse sneaks into a beehive trying to get some uh, honey or whatever they're trying to get at and then in the process gets stung so many times that it dies. The bees can't have this dead mouse in the bottom of their beehive, but they're also not physically capable 
capable of removing it because it's this giant. So bees evolve this thing. Uh, it's like a proteum uh gel type stuff that they'll it's 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 like honey it's similar in molecular as honey but it's different than honey it's similar but different it's made up of the same things but different quantities to make a different product and basically they'll embalm the mouse in this proteum and that proteum will just keep it in like a time lock it won't go bad it's kind of like a like a rock amber yeah so it's it's very common to open up an abandoned hive and find a couple of dead mice in the bottom. Just imagine, you know, like, like a Jurassic Park, like another, you know, 8 billion years from now. And then <laughs> of, like, because I, because I tried to get in and steal some honey and my body's now encased in this stuff and they bring me back and there's like a clone. Oh, they find and then you? Like, and then like, there's some like amorphic glob of something. And then he's like, welcome to 2018 park or whatever it is whatever it would be. i don't Wait, know i don't know, what, I don't know like, what era we're in right now what is our era because yeah. like the, there's got to be a name for it yeah i guess probably like the technological era or something mm. i don't what what are we like there was like like there was like croatius mm. or i don't know the cretaceous cretaceous and jurassic, the jurassic the triassic 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 jurassic cretaceous and then uh, the ticky ticky. And right, yeah, the ticky ticky time. Oh, ticky ticky time was weird. <laughs> it's fucking weird. That it was a weird time. time. God was getting really weird with his shit. Like I don't know what he was up to. Was Everyone was clocking the dinosaurs and man. <laughs> He's just doing some experiments, trying to figure it out. They did. They had sloths that were like eight feet tall. What is that? It's just a giant sloth. Yeah, you're like, oh my god, is that a bear? It's like, no, it's a sloth, and just be like. Bleh. <laughs> Guy was like, yeah, you know what? I, I thought it was going to be something, but I, I was wrong. I, <laughs> this is, just this didn't is work a dumb out. idea. So you were saying that bugs and insects, right? Insects okay. are, uh, they're very intelligent, just not in the way that in we measure. In a different measure. way. Than in a different we, way, not yeah. the way that we measure intelligence. Do you ever think there's ever been a uh, like a spider with like disability that thinks like we think? And they're just like, oh, look at all, look at all dumb you know, Ricardo or whatever his name wait, is. Wait, wait, no, wait. So so he has a disability, right? Okay. But, like, it makes it so that, like, he doesn't act very spider-like. He acts more person-like. You know what I mean? Like, he's very... So he just has human-like qualities? No, like, he just, like, thinks of, like, human stuff. He just thinks about, like, oh, you know what would be cool is if, like, there were trains. And they're all like, shut up, Ricardo. You're dumb. Trains. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, you know, like, a thing. Like, you know, I don't know. Maybe spiders don't realize that like the earth revolves around the sun and like he's like a Galileo type spider and he's like talking about this stuff and they're well, all like, get out of here. That would be interesting if he was a Galileo type spider mm -hmm. only because we're on a base 10 system because we have 10 fingers. He would oh. create a base 8 system. Yeah. Naturally to him. Right. It's completely different math dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They say base eight is actually better than base 10. Wow. So you think spiders have better mathematicians than we do? I think I might have heard that in a sci-fi show. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly do. I, I think it was a species that was more advanced than humans, uh -huh. but they only had eight fingers. And their excuse for being having more advanced math was like, oh, we're base eight. We just got lucky. Oh. Our, our base eight is so much easier to do. than I don't know. I, yeah. I think they do have eight of everything. They're, they are big on the number eight fighters. Mm. They're really big into the number eight. They like it. They got the eight, eight eyes, eyes, eight eyes, eight dicks. 
I don't know if they have eight dicks. Too many dicks. I'm you know sorry. what? They only have dicks, one dick, but you know they do have sixteen be, balls. That would be <laughs> <laughs> just sixteen balls in a circle around one dick. <laughs> Linda, I'm home. Monster, is that you? Yes, Linda, hello. Hey, Monster, I'm in the kitchen. Oh, uh, coming to you. Hello, Linda. How, how was work today, Monster? Oh, you know, busy as always. Brought to you by letter Q, yada, yada, yada. Oh, Q, that, that sounds like a tough week. Yes. Monster, I need to talk to you about something. Yes, Linda, what is it? It's kind of important. Okay, I'm listening. I got a call from the school today. What about? Monster Jr. has been hiding something in his locker. What? Cookie. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. What kind of cookie? It doesn't matter what kind of cookie. It's kind monster. of matter what kind of cookie, Linda. No, monster. This is what, what I've been telling you about. What kind of cookie? It's your addictive behaviors. Now they're transferring over to our son. I knew this day would come for Monster Junior. Monster, you need to go up there and have a conversation. Okay. With him right now. Okay, Linda. I'll go and talk to him, girl. We can't let this get out of control. I know, Linda. I know. He can't go through what you went through. I know, Linda. This is Monster's worst fear. Hello, Monster Jr. Hey, Dad. Hey, son. I hear that you got in a little bit of trouble at school. Oh, gosh, Dad. It's crazy. Listen, son. I don't want you eating cookies. They're not good for you. They lead down a dark path. But they're so good, Dad. I, I love the chocolate chips. No, and chocolate the, chip is the worst of all cookies. Oh, and the macadamia. No, son. Oh, listen. And the, and the listen. peanut butters. Listen, Oh, they're son. so good in my mouth, in my belly. I love cookies. No, Junior, listen. You cannot eat any more cookies. You got to promise your father. No more cookies. But, Dad, I go on the internet and I watch all your stuff from back in the 80s and the 90s. You used to love cookies. Listen, that was a dark and different time back then, okay? Monster was a different person back then. He's so much more wholesome now, okay? Now you eat vegetables. Now I want you to do something for me. Okay. Listen to the Random Bush Show. You must listen. And no more cookies. Promise me, son. Okay, Dad. Promise me no more cookies. No more cookies. Okay, son. I love you very much. I love you too, Dad. I love you so much. I love you. Who is the boogeyman exactly? Like, who, who do you think the boogeyman is? He's the guy who lives in the closet. Okay, all right. Uh-huh. And he, well, actually, what's his origin story? I know, I know the real from? answer to this. Right, yeah, yeah wanna, that's what I want to hear. And every culture has a type of boogeyman, which is just a creature or a man that lives either under your bed or like in a closet. And if you're not a good kid, when you are asleep at night, he comes and punishes you. Like physically touches you i'm not sure you know what that's never really explained i think he just comes up to you and goes blah, 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 blah. Yeah, exactly. like, what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> asshole get the fuck out of here I've never, I've never had the boogeyman the like explained to me. Like, like, I don't know. The boogeyman is supposed to scare your kids. He shows up in every culture. Yeah. Like, everybody has yeah. a boogeyman. So but it's always to scare children. It's never like, the boogeyman never comes and, like, gets adults. It's always a Actually, you know children. what? I, I read an 
article one time that related to the idea that we have nightmares. Nightmares uh-huh. are actually genetic memories. So when we're being chased by a monster, that's one of our ancestors being chased by a tiger. Oh. And so we would have like a genetic... Im- our children are afraid of monsters because like a monster is really like a bear or a tiger, or something that's lurking in the forest right, around right. us. Like, that would come from that type of, where when we were hunter-gatherers... Yeah, every time you see a monster in fiction and everything, they're always, you know, sharp teeth, But right. They didn't need claws. to create monsters. They yeah, had exactly. monsters. They're, they're they, already wolves. Monsters. And then they just shove them together, just like snakes and bats or dragons No, now. I'm saying, like, they didn't even have to shove them together. They could just be like... Bear, ah, yeah. lion, terrifying. But I mean, like, you know, in, like in mythology, they shove them together. Oh, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? totally. Like dragons, Egyptian are, culture yeah, has exactly. like a couple of different. What if an alligator had wings? Ah, oh, no, it's already an alligator. Good thing, yeah, exactly. Good thing those stupid things are stuck in the water. Alligators in the sky. That's exactly how dragons came about. Two guys were sitting there and they're staring at a bunch of crocodiles in a river. And they're like, geez, man, I'm not going in that river. Like, me neither. They'll eat us. I can't go in there. He just turns to him and goes, dude, what if they could fly? Dude, we'd be dead. Yeah, Ugh. fuck yeah. I'm Flying writing alligators. And then they go around and, like, just told everyone, like, in the tribe, like, what if alligators could fly? And they're like, whoa. This is a completely original thought. Back then, wow. people didn't know shit. They could have said, guys, I was down at the watering hole earlier. There was an alligator with wings. The tribe would go out of their minds and be like, are you fucking serious? Ooh, let's get out of here. It has wings? Oh, now we got to live in a world where alligators have fucking wings. But it breathes fire, too. That's why I wouldn't be good back then, because I would be like, hey, Dave, let me pull you aside. I didn't really see that I made that <laughs> up. That's awesome, though. But shh, don't tell anybody. And then Dave would go and tell everybody, hey, he there's no such a... thing as there's a no dragon. There's no such thing. Andrew invented that. He's being silly again. Don't listen to him. He's the town idiot or something. It's just like that time he found a unicorn, but yeah. he accidentally broke the horn off. Yeah. It was just a horse. <laughs> Go back a little bit. What were we talking about? My, oh, Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. Boogeyman. Where does the Boogeyman come from? I, I mean, I already explained what the Boogeyman is, but I think he's just like this made up, like, it's weird that you would make up like a terrifying stranger that lives in your house that is in weird. order to scare your children. Well, no, th- the parents don't make it up. Kids come up with it on their own. Like, yeah, no parent is like, hey, um, you better do your homework or else the boogeyman will be sleeping. In your I closet. think they do say that. I think they do. No, when you're a kid, the closet door is left open uh-huh. and it's very easy for your imagination. The shadows and everything, yeah. it all plays together. I'm an adult and this shit happens to me all the time. It's yeah. really easy for your imagination to just kind of take over. But yeah, it's, it's like you're half asleep and you just kind of wake up and you're like, there's there's a man standing in the closet. And they just look up and you go, hey. Hey. Well, no, it's a completely irrational thought, but yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter because you're a yeah. child. There is no rationality. You just think, there's a man standing in my closet. And it's a mm-hmm. weird thing because why right. would a man be standing in your closet? Right, right, right. Exactly. So you just lay there aware that a person's your... Now, here's the fucked up part. There's no person in the closet. Right. That's the relief. But the fucked up part is your child is laying there possibly upwards to like an hour mm-hmm. thinking... That a stranger is standing in their closet. And they're just going to stay still. Even though it's not still. true, uh-huh. as far as that kid is concerned, it's absolutely fucking 100% true. Yeah, and you just lay there. That's so, horrific. Like, literally what ends up happening is that you lay there terrified, and then you slowly pass out. And then when you wake up, you forget about it. 
But there are times when I was a little what kid. What do you mean slowly passing? What's, what if there's a dude in the closet? Yeah, exactly. What if there really is a stranger yeah. in the closet? And you're like, you wake up in the morning, right? And everybody's like, oh, the house got robbed and we were terrorized and something yeah. awful happened, this and that. And you're like, you know, I woke up at one point. I was pretty sure there was a guy in the closet. I didn't want to move. And then I fell asleep again. Like, uh-huh. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. How do you fall asleep yeah. knowing that there's a man in your closet? Right, right, right. And that's why it's scary movies capitalized out on that stuff. And the things under the bed, too. Like, I'm sure there's some awful parents who have been like, yeah, let me check under the bed and be like, oh, God, you know what I mean? But well, like if blood starts spraying up and shit, that's, yeah. that's, that, you know what I mean? That's awful. Yeah, what does the, it still bothers me. I don't know what the boogeyman's supposed to good. do. What does he do to you? He just comes up and goes, boogie, 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 right? No, I think he just kind of lurks in the dark. Yeah, he just stares over you. Right, like he's just, just like a uh, presence. Yeah. Like that yeah. shouldn't be there. Yeah. You know, so it's like a, what would you do if you woke up and you were, 99% sure that there was a strange man standing oh, yeah, it's not just cool. in the dark at the right. end of the bed. Like, right. you know, I mean, at one point, you're going to have to sit up and go, what hey. the fuck, bro? Yeah. Like, or what's going on? Uh, yeah. Hello? And he says nothing, just stares at just you. Just stands there, right? Yeah. Or even worse, goes, go back to sleep. I'm watching you Right? Sleep. Yeah, like, uh, you get the fuck out. How'd you get in here? I'm here every night. You wake up. And yeah, I'm here every night. Well, how long? What, wait, hold on. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. <laughs> but I'll see you again. You better not. What the hell? Oh, I'll see you, but you won't see me. Oh, fuck you. Who the <laughs> fuck are you? Now that I have you in my sights, I need to figure this shit yeah, out. Right? What would you do if you woke up and there's, say, at the end of your bed, there's like a dark angle. Oh, these are weird hypotheticals. And you wake up and there's just, you're 90% sure that there's the shape of a shadow within the shadow. Uh-huh. There's, there's a man. Yeah. And he's standing at the end of your bed. You do not recognize this man. And he's just standing there. So you wake up. Right, and your eyes just kind of open. Uh-huh. You, you think you see this person. You haven't really physically moved yet. Uh-huh. But just as you're waking up, you see him shuffle a little bit. And he notices you waking up, so he stops moving. But uh-huh. at the very beginning, of the only reason you noticed him is because he shuffled just a right, little bit. Right, he was right. moving around. And then the moment he thought that you were waking up, he kind of stopped moving. And you just kind of do like a thing where you kind of shuffle a little bit uh-huh. and then pretend like you fell back asleep. But you didn't, you're not falling asleep because yeah. you saw that there's that's, a man. That's perfect. That's exactly moving. what I would do. All right, now, now what's the situation? So, so he's, where's he at? He's at the foot of the bed? He's like four or five feet past the foot of the bed. Okay. Like he's in a dark, All he's right. standing next to the wall in the shadow i've done this move before and he might be suspicious that you're awake i've done this move before because i have to be i have to do a confirmation and this is usually a move that is a non-violent move okay it's well it's a move but it's a non-violent move and it always causes confusion in every single person that this has ever actually happened to you go to shuffle and you position your legs so that your feet are kind of facing up like this wait well hold on you're laying on your back you're laying on your back okay yeah and then you put your feet up i point it up at you gotcha and then you bring your knees up a little bit like you're like you kind of go into almost like a fetal oh like you're gonna like you're gonna kind of roll over yeah like you're gonna roll over right and that's when you kick your blanket <laughs> and it flies up and it hits them. And usually if you get a really good kick at it, like it'll go up over the subject and that's when you can tackle. Hey out there, everybody in podcast land. This is Andrew Bush, big pimpin' Andrew Bush. And you know what I want you to do? I want you to go out there and I want you to pimp this show to your friends. That's right. Tell them how juicy and sexy and sweet this show is. Mm, 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 mm. Come over to our corner. I don't like encouraging prostitution, Sean. I don't like doing that. I'm encouraging prostitution now. Guys, just tell five friends. Just
Just tell five friends about this show. Do like a pyramid scheme. God damn it! I don't want it to be like a pyramid scheme either. Just tell people, would you? My God! In 1847, archaeologists Dr. Arnold Answalter and his partner Dr. Philip Turing III uncovered a curious stack of stone tablets carbon dated to the Paleolithic period. Curious because of the strange, undecipherable language scratched into the surface of each tablet. For the better part of the previous two centuries, linguists and codebreakers alike have struggled to reveal what this most ancient language is communicating to us. And now, Thanks to recent advancements in computer technology, a basic translation has been retrieved. Based on the content of the initial translated passages, the tablets appear to be the notebook of humanity's first philosopher, referred to in the text only as Ugg. And now, I'm very proud to present a reading from the philosophy of Ugg. Fire hot! Fire hurt hands! Ladies and gentlemen, that is yet another episode of The Random Bush. Thank you so much for tuning in. We've got so much more great content coming at you. I'm super excited about it. If you like what you've heard so far, you're going to love what we got coming. So keep listening, and we'll keep posting. All right, have a great day.